What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name's Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Steve, doing well. First full season of training camp in the books, and uh, I was uh, lucky enough to get tickets to go down and watch the Eagles play live. So I saw the Jets and Eagles play on Friday evening uh, for first preseason game. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was awesome. Uh, it's good to just be back in the stadium, you know, be in there with feeling the crowd and obviously worked out overall pretty well for, for the Eagles. First team defense looked really good. First team offense looked good outside of uh, one hit on Hertz, uh, late, late hit out of bounds, uh, you know, but he popped right back up. So can't argue there outside of that. It went really well. Yeah, that's good. That is good. I believe that's a hit that uh, the Jets coaching staff went apologized for. Yeah. I saw something. Yeah. It was that hit. Right? There was something and it was, like, it was that. And then I think it was um, the Eagles head coach was kind of like yelling across the field. And then afterwards he's like, you know, I, I know Robert Sola. He's a good guy. You know, it was heat of the moment, but like, I know it wasn't on purpose. Um, so yeah, I think it was, you know, both teams are the same way. Cause especially with the Jets starting quarterback, Wilson getting hurt on non-contact injury. You never want to see any quarterback get hurt. So I'm sure both teams, you know, look to the other side and, you know, while they want to want their own guy to get hurt, they surely in preseason don't want to injure somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. When something like that happens, you know, emotions are mm-hmm. on edge and all that jazz. So exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, a little bit of breaking news for you here. Not major news, but. Um, Sheffner tweeted it out. Sean McVay says that both Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson are dealing with soft tissue injuries. Neither will practice until they can get to full speed in team drills, but did not set a timeline for either. Oh, uh, well, none of them, neither of them are really on my list. So that doesn't really impact <laughs> yeah, me at all. Yeah. I think I was maybe coming around a little more on Henderson just because I was realizing how late he was going. Yeah. And yeah, I think it could be a pretty even split, but. Got to have them both healthy before you see that happen. Yep, 100%. Um, so yeah, that's a good note. Um, we can jump in. We got a 14-team mock draft for everyone today, our last 14-team one of the year. Um, but before we jump into it, we're going to do something a little bit different, and we're just going to talk uh, quickly about some people that we are uh, personally rising and fading on throughout the season because we're finding that there are people uh, – that we liked maybe in June that we don't like now or liked in July and, and don't like now. And as I'm saying this word, Will, I'm remembering somebody that I was fading on um, that I should have wrote down. We were talking about, you know, struggling to some degree. And now I'm, I'm remembering one of those old ones. Um, so maybe I'll throw that out as a bonus at the end. Um, but Will, how about you start us off? Give us somebody you're uh, either rising or fading. Yeah, someone I'm rising on, and it's been a few weeks now rising on, was Cortland Sutton. I think going into training camp, I was higher on Judy than Sutton. Uh, but just camp reports, you know, just how they're looking, and, and just overall, you know, being a more established receiver, I think Cortland Sutton's probably going to come out as the 1A, if, if not the overall one on the team. In a great situation with Russell Wilson, I know we were both – High on Wilson coming into the year in here draft and, and really high on a lot of the weapons, but it, it sure seems like Colton Sutton's going to be the guy there. So he's someone that uh, I've been rising on and, and someone that I'm kind of targeting, um, you know, right around his ADP. I'm trying to look it up here. 45 right now here on Fantasy Pros. So you're looking at getting him somewhere in the fourth round. Um, so, you know, solid if, if you're trying to stay even and getting him as your wide receiver too. 
Solid. Um, I will stick with the theme here. Um, I've been rising on Saquon a little bit. Um, this is more of a like this year and uh, long term rising because I've never been, you know, that big. I've always been more down on Barkley um, than the rest of the community. Um, point to me, I guess. <laughs> um, but I've been coming around on him this year because I've started, you know, the same kind of pessimistic outview that I, I typically have on him, but. You know, I've come around to the fact that, you know, his injury in the middle of the season was kind of a fluke. He should be fully healed um, from whatever it was, ACL, the year before. I don't even recall. It wasn't ACL, right? Yeah, I believe it was ACL. Um, so that should be fully healed. I would like to think the offense is going to be a little bit better. New coaching staff, um, offensive coordinator you can believe in. I want to believe that maybe some check down stuff would be there. You know, it's not going to be you know, uh, veteran Eli Manning levels, but you know, Jan- Daniel Jones is entering year, you know, what, four, three, four, like he's not a rookie anymore and he should be learning to check it down. <laughs> I, you know, as long as the guy can hold on to his job, like, I don't know. Um, but you know, I'd like to think he could check it out a little bit more. So maybe this pass catches come. So, you know, in the second round is my second RB, you know, maybe first, if I come away with a, a cup or a Jefferson or something, I- I'm coming around to that idea and being happy with it. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll move over to the fading side. Someone that I've been fading um, here, and it stinks because he's on our dynasty team, is Najee Harris for redraft. Ouch. Yeah, just just the you know where he's going in the first round. I just you know he still could catch a ton of passes, but I don't think the offense is going to be as good. Um, and part of the reason that you know I've kind of faded throughout the off season, um, Derrick Henry a bit. It's just you know can they be truly that rb1 when they're on an offense it's just not going to be as explosive or not going to move the ball as much um so it's just quarterback situation i don't love we'll see the receivers seem to be playing fairly well but i you know going currently as the fifth overall player here on fantasy pros i mean maybe if he falls into the second in some scenarios but i don't think i'll get much redraft of him if he's going in the middle of the first yeah i get that i get that um, for fading for me, it's going to be James Conner. Um, I, I just, I worry about touchdown regression. I worry about his efficiency, not being very good last year. Um, I was high on him earlier cause he was like early third round. He's the only guy in Arizona. Arizona is a good offense. Like the story is definitely there and that hasn't changed. Um, but I just worry about the efficiency and, you know, if the touchdowns come down quite a bit and, you know, the pass catching work maybe goes to, you know, or, you know, something else like he doesn't get a meaningful bump from Chase leaving. I could see it being disappointing. Um, at the same time, I fully recognize you can still be a one for sure um, it, with all the touchdowns and on that offense. And you know, I just the efficiency scares me. I could see something falling off there. And he's always an injury risk. Um a lot of running backs are, but he's got a quite a bit of history. So yeah, I've been fading on him a little bit. He hasn't really played in a factor in any of my plans anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fair. Uh, getting back over to people who are rising on. Um, for me, it's, you know, a couple of guys here, a couple of running backs. Um, I'll, I'll go with one. I think, you know, we were, we didn't have the opportunity to draft last year because he was injured. And that's Travis Etienne. Um, he was someone I was a little hesitant on because, you know, he's, almost a rookie when you consider it because he didn't really play at all last year had some training camp but i just the situation you know it seems like doug peterson's doing really well with 
Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's going to be a favorite target of Lawrence, given that they have, you know, multiple years going back to college playing together. Uh, he seems to be working out well, and, and I think you may be getting a little bit of a discount on him with with James Connor or James Connor, James Robinson playing a little bit more uh, in in camp. But it seems like they're saying he's currently only running straight line, so I mean, it doesn't seem like he's going to be you know fully ready in time. Uh, but maybe that scares some people off, and you can get Etienne a little lower. I think he's going to catch a ton of passes, and if he you know can get at least fifty percent of the work, let's say, or half the work on on the running downs, he's definitely going to be going to be someone that you can target and feel confident in. You're probably getting him as your third running back, maybe second running back if you're going running back or receiver um, early on. Looks like he's currently here in full PPR. RB3, or um, 36, going at the end of the third round, beginning of the fourth round. So, not bad for you know 12-team league, but definitely someone that I've been rising on there, Travis Etienne. He didn't make my list, but yeah, I've been moving up on him. Um, uh, a rising on my end, um, I actually wrote two, but one of them I haven't really done anything about, so I'll, I'll give you Juju. Um, most of the early off season, I was pretty much on MVS because he was just cheaper. He was cheaper. He got the, the bigger money deal. So I was like, okay, well, you know, given the, the draft costs, I'll just throw my dart at MVS. Um, but the more the reports come out and, you know, Juju's ADP isn't skyrocketing or anything. Um, I think he's becoming a good shot to take for the Kansas city offense. I don't, I feel like I've drafted him in one of our mocks. I don't know if I'd actually still pull the trigger on him because I am worried that offense is just kind of spread it around and, and nobody emerges that new Tyree kill kind of a role. Um, so I don't know if I'd act on the rising, but I am rising on him and open to uh, draft him in the right situation. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, he seems like he's probably the guy in that receiving core. Yeah, could be and we got history with him. Yeah, he's actually exactly. done it. He's before, had yeah. years that he's done yeah. it. Exactly. 100%. Okay, yeah. well, we got one more fading. One more fading. Uh, and this one is feels weird to say, but you know, he's been around for a long time. Uh, but Mr. Tom Brady, I, you know, he's someone that we were targeting a lot. And you know, he's still, you know, the value's still there for him. But I don't know. I mean, if you don't have Godwin there early, you're banking on, I mean, you have what, injured Russell Gage, you're banking on Julio, some of these tight ends not named Gronk to step up outside of Mike Evans and Fournette. And then, you know, the fact that he's away from the team here for a personal reason, if anybody's going to be ready without, you know, much need for practice, it's Brady, but he doesn't have the rushing upside to be able to make up for, you know, a lack of, you know, passive of passing game or, you know, targets that he can, you know, deal around. So I think if they maybe try to go a little more conservative, run the ball more, I could see Tampa changing it up. I mean, you don't have Bruce Arians in, in control anymore. So I think it's um, definitely a little concerning there. You know, maybe I'm looking more Trey Lance, more Russell Wilson um, in in those scenarios than Brady. But definitely someone that I was highly targeting. And I think it's, you know, definitely um, lower a little bit on him now. Yeah, and one for me, um, somebody I was targeting a fair bit early on was David Montgomery, and I'm fading on him a bit. Um, he was another one, and I think when we started doing mocks in June, he was uh, early third round. Now I believe he's early fourth, uh, which is interesting because I'm fading him. Everyone seems to be fading him, but you know he's a round cheaper now, which is kind of nice. But I liked him as a volume play, as a good running back, and somebody that should be getting a lot of the work. Um, 
but you know, I've just come around to the, the offense being really bad. Uh, Khalil Herbert just getting a ton of good reviews. Um, it could force some sort of split there. Um, but just down on like the overall offense, you know, the new coaching staff, you really don't know what's going to happen. They could come in and maybe it's a running back by committee and things just kind of change up. You don't know. So you know, I'm not really uh, factoring him in. Now, early fourth, you know, maybe. It, it, like you were saying earlier, if you start early running back, like maybe you start with Aaron Jones, then you get two running or wide receivers, and then you know Montgomery's maybe your two at the top of the at the top of the fourth, maybe. But I'm not too interested. I'd rather grab to your point, Etn, who I believe is still going a little bit after David Montgomery. You know, give me him, give me Brees Hall, that upside that Montgomery doesn't really have anymore. Yeah, I think that's fair. Cool. And with uh, that, that's going to conclude those uh, risers and fallers. Will, are you ready to start the mock? Yeah, let's get started here. I think I'll be at the four and, and you'll be all the way down at the 14. So we'll see if we uh, if we ever get to one of your picks, Steve. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of reading to do between <laughs> these, uh, these two. We'll see if we get to me. Uh, but yeah, it looks like um, CMC, Jonathan Taylor and Eckler went off the board. One, two, three. No surprise there. You are on the clock, friend. Yeah, and um, where I've been looking, I think Cup was probably the guy I'm usually going with here. Given that it's a 14-team league, though, and I'm, I'm not going to be picking again until pick 24-ish, 25, with just how many players are here, I think I need to go running back. I, I'd feel more comfortable in a 14-team league getting a running back here in Dalvin Cook. Now, if you know Cook was available, maybe from the fifth pick, then you know it's. I probably feel a little better going with a Cup or a Jefferson over a Harris or Henry guys that I mentioned as fading. But Cook is still someone that I don't think I've gone up on him, but definitely haven't gone down. If you know, got him as my fourth running back, and more than happy to to nab him here and then just lock up that first running back position. So we'll draft him. Anybody you know you're anticipating or, or looking at there or hoping. Now, I don't know what's going to really get to me. I'm not going to count. It's like 10 people. So I'm I'm assuming I'm looking at that kind of Diggs Aaron Jones kind of uh, realm. We'll see. You do get two back-to-back, so that is always helpful. Yeah, it is. It is. And so go. picks before yeah. I get to go again. <laughs> then uh, Devin Cook, I go Justin Jefferson, goes five. DeAndre Swift off to six. Derrick Henry, seven. Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase, back to back to back, all the way to 10. Najee Harris, 11. Joe Mixon, 12. And then Devontae Adams, down to 13 for you. Yeah, so um, plenty of good options here. Kelsey would be interesting. You know, that gives me an elite tight end, gives me an advantage over everyone else in this league. Um, that's a lot of weeks of me beating up on a, a bat or a team with a bad tight end. Yeah, an average I mean, tight yeah, end, what, you know. Five to eight that you're comfortable with really so yeah more than half the league is probably gonna have a not so happy tight end yeah so big positional advantage i don't know that i could pull the trigger because i don't want to wait i'd rather when i'm on the turn i I like grabbing one a running back and one wide receiver but it's such a long wait i feel like i gotta grab two running backs um so aaron jones is a lock i will say nothing more on aaron jones i'm really high on him this year um just the overall offense is really going to flow through him. I can see him getting a lot of work. I'm not worried about him splitting with Dylan. I'd imagine, you know, with all of that, he's still going to be a top guy. And if Dylan goes down, even better. So we'll lock him in to start. Um, the other one, CD Lamb, I'm not really considering. I'm looking at, again, Saquon. 
good volume option, but then Camara's here as well. And with the news of the uh, suspension most likely not coming this year and coming next year, that boosts him up. We see him flying up the ADP. Um, he was one of the ones of like, yeah, I'm rising on Camara, but so is everyone else on the planet. So there's really no, there's no point in talking about it. Um, so I think I am going to go ahead and pull the trigger on Camara there, lock in two running backs, and then see what gets back to me. I'd really like to add Kelsey and just get that elite tight end advantage. It's, I just can't wait 28 picks to pick another running back. I don't even know what I would be looking at. Um, Kelsey and ETN. That's going to be everyone in this type of draft. You know, even if you be, get yeah. one early, it's it's with 14 teams. Yeah, there's just not guess, that top 12, right? No you know one's going to We're here to experiment. We'll experiment. Travis Kelsey will be the pick. We'll see what gets back to me and how everything shakes out. Um, as I click it, I kind of regret it. Yeah, <laughs> the deed is done. <laughs> um, so CD Lamb went, Nick Chubb, Javante Williams, Sikon Barkley, Josh Allen, first quarterback, 206, uh, Camara finally, Fournette, Debo, Mark Andrews, right before you. You are back up. Yeah, so a lot of running backs go. A couple of running backs that I was hoping would would get back to me here. You know, and a Javante Williams or a Chubb. Surprised they went ahead of Barkley and Camara. But Makes sense. A lot of running backs are going to be drafted here. So if I want to get a running back, I'd probably have to go here because if we're looking down, the next available are Connor, Ezekiel Elliott, ETN, Brees Hall, Dave Montgomery. So I think Zeke would probably be the only one I'd be interested in. And it is the you know, end of the second round, but you still have some pretty big time receivers. Mike Evans, Terry Kill, Enan Allen, Pittman, T. Higgins. So those top four would be kind of what I'd be looking at. It's probably do I just you know lean in, grab Evans because he's probably going to be like really the main target as I mentioned earlier, or do I grab the running back with Zeke and you know wait a little bit on receiver? Probably still getting a good receiver, but maybe not a top end one like Evans. So I think I'll try to keep the balance here in the fourteen team league. And, you know, we'll see if Zeke gets back. Probably not. I'd imagine Connor and Zeke both go with three teams, each having three picks. But could look to a David Montgomery, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne here in the next round. So we'll lock in Mike Evans first. Uh, Terry Kill, Keenan Allen, James Connor, the end of the second. Patrick Mahomes, another quarterback off the board. T. Higgins and Ezekiel Elliott. One spot away. Yeah. Now I don't think Mike Evans would have gotten back. So. Not too bummed about it. Uh, but what is interesting is Pittman got back here. Uh, and as I mentioned, you know, wanted to get some running backs. You got to start two running backs, two receivers. But Pittman is a pretty high upside guy here. You still got Kyle Pitts, uh, tight end. Looking at yeah, Kittle Waller, that whole group. Um, all your quarterbacks outside of those top two that have been drafted. And, and then running backs, we're looking at Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, David Montgomery. Cam Akers, Tony Gibson, um, receiver, Pittman, AJ Brown, DJ Moore. So really at this point, trying to like anticipate what I would get on the comeback, right? You know, you're probably looking down at the Gibson, Josh Jacobs, Mitchell range when it comes to running backs and receivers, you know, Mooney, Cooper, Hollywood. So feeling a little more comfortable, I think, at the receiver position than the running back position here. So I'm going to go with uh, one of the guys that I was just talking up there, Travis Etienne. 
Uh, Brees Hall, pretty close for me there as well. But in a 14-team league, I think you know you need to hit on on an upside guy. It's like Hall and Etienne are the, are the players. Montgomery is also interesting, but I think this is a spot where you you need to hit on these guys if you're going to be one of those top teams in a 14-team league. So I'm going to take the upside shot here of Etienne. You know, Full PPR, so I anticipate him catching a ton of passes as well, as I mentioned. So we'll lock in ETN here as my second running back. Cam Akers goes, AJ Brown, Deontay Johnson, Jalen Waddle, DJ Moore, Justin Herbert, Michael Pittman, Kyle Pitts, DK Metcalf. So you definitely caught a break there in, in running backs uh, after this few went off the board on you. I did. I, I was hoping that ETN managed to get to me. So thank you for that. Um, and the problem I'm having right now is I'm not in love with my situation. Um, I like Brees Hall. I like the upside of Brees Hall, but I'm worried about the length of time it's going to take to get to that upside. Um, so I, I wouldn't mind pairing him with like a David Montgomery who, like I said, I'm fading on, but is a still good volume play. But then I don't want to wait 28 more picks to get a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gotten any yet. That's... Yeah, so that is a problem. So I think what I end up doing is I skip down the ADP a little bit. And Brees Hall is fine. I have no problem if you would pick Brees Hall here. Um, Montgomery, too boring. No upside. Gibson, kind of the same thing now. Uh, Dobbins, too many questions. Josh Jacobs. Same thing as the other ones. Too boring. I will skip down to Elijah Mitchell. Uh, San Francisco, explosive offense, had a great rookie season. Um, I think he's someone that, if he could stay healthy, could be a one. And a high one at that, if he can manage to stay healthy. Um, So I think he's got some high upside to him. He's got a really good floor being in San Francisco. It's a bit of a gamble, but you know a lot of running backs are anymore. So he's going to be the one that I'm going to grab a little bit of head of ADP again all everyone I named was above him um but yeah given but the it's situation, one of those he's you know he's not getting back to you at that stage yeah 100 percent um so then I, I turn my attention to the wide receiver position um Terry McLaurin's here I'm not super interested Brandon Cook's solid um but I don't want him as my one when I have someone like Cortland Sutton or Mike Williams here um I like both of them more for their upside potential um, between the two. I like Mike Williams more given the uh, we, we've seen it from him for a longer period of time. And uh, he's more, he's got more continuity in the offense of this quarterback. He doesn't need to establish more, uh, a bigger rapport. There's less question marks. Like, you know, we both like Sutton, but if it's not Sutton and it's Judy, it's not a big surprise to anybody. Um, so I'm going with Mike Williams. I'm pretty confident uh, uh, with him as my one. Um, and then uh, the long wait begins again. So we've locked in Mike Williams. David Montgomery does go. Terry McLaurin, Cortland Sutton, Antonio Gibson, Brees Hall, Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, George Kittle, and J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, so a lot of guys I was looking at, and most of them went off the board there. Unfortunately, would have been nice, um, as you were mentioning there, seeing like uh, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, both of them. Obviously, Sutton would have been nice to get back. Brees Hall. Got pretty far there, actually. Uh, Brandon Cooks is somebody that we both like a lot. But, alas, they are off the board. Um, so we're looking. Uh, Lamar Jackson's interesting. You know, don't usually like to go early quarterback, especially in this type of league. You know, there's you probably want to go early tight end over early quarterback. But 
Steve's the top guy on the, on the board here. Uh, if we're looking at running backs, Josh Jacobs probably makes the most sense. I mean, maybe Miles Sanders, A.J. Dillon, uh, Chase Edmonds, Kareem Hunt. So it does drop off a little bit there. Um, I look behind me, and then there are two teams that already have two running backs. One only has one running back. So I'd anticipate, you know, probably at least two to four go. Uh, I'm going to be okay with Jacobs, Dillon, or Sanders. So it really comes down to you know, if I really want to get a running back, do I grab one of them here? Or am I okay with a Kareem Hunt, Clyde over Delaire, Damian Harris a little bit later? Um, because the other option would be going with a tight end and like a Waller or a Schultz or taking another receiver. We have Hollywood Brown, Darnell Mooney, Mark Cooper, uh, Michael Thomas only have a one receiver currently. So I think, you know, so the receiver I'd be looking at would be Mooney, but I just think Josh Jacobs is probably the highest you know, upside option here with, uh, with a good floor, especially in this type of league, as I mentioned. I think in a 14-team league, I'd prioritize running back a little bit more and, and want to get that third one out of the way here. So we'll go ahead and grab Josh Jacobs and see which of these receivers and or other uh, tight ends get back. Look at that. No running backs go. Wow, this is interesting. Michael Thomas, Kyler Murray, and then Darnell Mooney. And uh, to end the fourth round, Mark Cooper, Darren Waller, Shop Bateman. So some solid receivers off the board. We had Waller and, and Kyler Murray go, um, which is nice to see two quarterbacks behind me on the turn there. So now I'm in a good spot where if I do get to a quarterback or two that I like, I could probably wait to the back half of, of one of my turn picks here. Um, but that, that does leave a couple of um, couple of running backs that I would not mind that are still on the board here with AJ Dillon and Miles Sanders. Uh, as well as receivers, Hollywood Brown still still there. I think is a really good pick. Uh, and Chris Godwin obviously would have been nice had I not had Mike Evans. I feel like he, well, we're not sure when he's going to be ready. I, I could, you know, there's still a chance that he's ready early, and, and you're able to get him at a pretty steep discount because of the injury. So wouldn't uh, wouldn't hate the, the that pick, but for me it's going to come down to Hollywood Brown or one of these running backs and i think i'm going to lean with one of the running backs and it's tough with AJ Dillon and Miles Sanders cuz think Sanders is going to get majority of the work he's obviously the top dog there whereas Dillon is the number 2 but it could be a, a pretty heavy run offense i'm going to lean Miles Sanders here over AJ Dillon just cuz i think he is going to be the the one and it is Run heavy, run heavy offense, and I think we're, you know, last year was a run heavy offense. We think they're going to pass a little bit more, but I still think they're going to have a pretty heavy run. And he's going to catch some balls, whereas AJ Dillon was on a pass heavy offense. That's probably going to run more, but that's just anticipations. I, I want to go with the track record there, so I'm going to go with a fourth running back here, and we'll see where receivers get back to me. It's really going to test test the receiver depth here, but. I would love to get these four running backs in a 14-team league here with already having Mike Evans on the, on the team. So Miles Sanders here going with a very running back-heavy team. And after I take Miles Sanders, Jerry Judy goes, Kareem Hunt, Hollywood Brown, Lamar Jackson, Dalton Schultz, Hunter Renfro, Alan Lazard, DeAndre Hopkins, and Chase Edmonds. Oh, man. How much does it stink that you took Aaron Jones now and you can't take uh, 
can't take it to Dylan. Yeah, I'm really not happy how this run just went. Um, I was looking, I was thinking, okay, well, I'll have to debate between Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt, which is funny because like Sanders is somebody that I considered for my fade. Um, and Kareem Hunt, somebody that I consider for rising. Um, so I was happy when you took Miles because I made the decision easier. And I was looking at the ADPs like, oh, yeah, Kareem could get to me. And then I'm just <laughs> watching and just nobody at the top of the ADP list went. And then, like, finally, we get to, like, Dalton Schultz. I stop paying attention. I'm like, okay, let me see. Where's Chase Edmonds on this list? <laughs> and, of course, ah, one before me. Um, Just Mr. Chase Edmonds goes. Yeah, so I'm not thrilled with that. Um, mm. At the running back position, we got A.J. Dillon, who I don't want since I got Aaron Jones. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, um, who is also boring. Um, and a lot of hype going to the rookie that he's slipping my mind. Um uh, whatever. Um, seventh round rookie. He's getting a lot of hype. Um, split a lot of carries in preseason. Damian Harris, who previously was like a slam dunk here, but now has trade rumors <laughs> around him. Um, Tony Pollard's not a bad bet. Devin Singletary's fine. Penny's hurt per the usual. Um, so things are kind of messy. Um, I really, man, that Kelsey pick was not. That's why we. That's why we don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but that's why you test it out so you can really see how, how it feels. Yeah, for real. Um, so maybe I'll just draft two uh, two wide receivers here. I mean, I see yeah, Juju I mean, here. Zay He's pretty high up. Zagging, right? Yeah, exactly. I think I'll take. Um, uh, I'm looking at Juju. He's an option. Um, Godwin, maybe. I haven't. Have you followed the news? Like, are there, what's is he still trending for week one? Do do we know any of As that? As of yet? now, he's trending for week one. I mean, obviously, it could be a little bit, you know, less than that. But I think it was just you know a week or two ago he returned to practice and he's working his way back in. So I think he's ahead of schedule. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they hold him out a week or two. But he absolutely he seems like he could be a steal. Uh, you know, especially for you getting him as your second receiver. At this it late feels in the like game, you know, it's a, a big roll of the dice. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, if he misses like two weeks, it's not that big of a deal. So I think he is the first time I think I've drafted him all year. Um, but he seems like he he's ready to go, and like you said, I think it makes sense for this team. I'm looking at Juju. Um, an interesting. Amon Ross St. Brown is interesting. Uh, both got some decent kind of upside to him. Elijah Moore. Uh, Thielen is someone that I was considering for my rising list too. I'm just kind of rising on that offense as a whole, and, and Thielen kind of rises with that. Uh, Brandon Ayuk's down here; he's having a great camp. He just still scares me, just because I don't trust the pass. You know, they can't support three pass catchers in San Francisco. Now Trey Lance, it just ain't gonna happen. So he's gonna be more like your long bomb every once in a while kind of a guy, I think. So that kind of worries me. Um, so this is not a fun spot because nobody's really jumping off at me at the wide receiver position. Nobody's jumping off at me at the running back position. So maybe I will zig. It seems like such a dumb idea to go kind of early at tight end and then grow with like Jalen Hurts right now. I don't think I could be that. I don't think I could do that. Uh, could have positional advantages at each position. I could at the least important ones. Uh, it's I really don't think I could do it. I'm going to have to go with another wide receiver and I will, uh, I'll take my shot on Juju 
It should be a high-powered offense. He seems like he's the guy coming out of training camp. Like I said before, we've seen good years from him before, um, and his bad years are with a you know a quarterback carousel involving Mason Rudolph, a, you know an old Big Ben with a, a ton of receiving options. So I'm willing to overlook that. So I will. Uh, I'll go ahead and take Juju here. And we'll see what kind of running backs get back to me after 28 picks. Um, Joe Burrow goes, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Adam Thielen, A.J. Dillon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Gabriel Davis, Elijah Moore, Tom Brady. I'm happy with that run. You are back on the clock. Yeah, Elijah Moore would have been nice. That was kind of the one I was hoping for. Um, But alas, not the case. So I'm looking at either going with a tight end or a receiver. Um, Receiver, you know, Pretty easily be Devonta Smith here. You have Brandon Ayuk, Drake London, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk um, at tight end. TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, Zach Gertz. Then you know you get that drop off there. So would be one of the last top tight ends. And um, should I get one of them there? You know, there's two teams behind me that don't have a tight end yet. So another option would be looking at the quarterback position. And you know there is two quarterbacks gone. So Russell Wilson. Dak Prescott both make sense. So I think the idea here would be to kind of punt the tight end position a bit, go with the receiver, uh, and then you know take either Russell or Dak here. The next pick, um, you know, granted that one of these two teams behind me don't take a second quarterback. So I've been talking about most of the offseason. Devonta Smith is you know back at practice. He didn't play in the first preseason game, uh, but he was back at practice Sunday and, and looked really good. A lot of the reports were the you know one of his best practices at camp, so I would imagine he'll be fine, and we will be able to get him as my wide receiver too. You know, especially having four big time running backs on the team already, and then we'll see what quarterbacks are here. Um, no, we'll go awesome. So Russell will probably be the pick, but T.J. Hawkinson goes next. Damian Harris, Brandon Ayuk, Traylon Burks, Drake London, and Robert Woods. So Hawkinson was you know, really the alternative pick there, but you know, being able to pivot from that, still get <clears throat> one of you know a top tier quarterback from in my my consideration with Russell Wilson and just kind of punt that tight end position here and just build up depth with the other ones. It's gonna be the play. So you know, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Trey Lance, Rogers, still some good ones on the board, but gotta imagine that they're gonna start going soon. Uh, looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Of the 14 teams have quarterback, and you know there's six more that have to go. And compared to our 12 team leagues that we're, we do, or 10 team leagues, it's not going to be as many that we like available. So, going to go ahead and, and jump down on that here and grab Russell Wilson. And yeah, a couple do go here. So Russell Wilson here at the seventh, 704. Tyler Lockett goes next. Trey Lance and Dak Prescott back to back. There's Tony. Chase Claypool, Christian Kirk, Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Devin Singletary. So some running backs got back to you if you were hoping for that. I was hoping for it, but I still look at the list and I have no idea what I'm <laughs> going to do. Um, and then I was thinking, oh, well, you know, I'll grab a running back in Trey Lance. And now Trey Lance is gone because apparently he's not the value he was yeah. just a few weeks ago. Not anymore. Um, so I'm not thrilled. So we have how many teams with a uh, quarterback or without a quarterback? We have one, two, three. Only a few now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just one, which is fine. So I can wait. I'm going to grab two running backs here. Um, 
wide receivers. We're looking at Russell Gage, Chris Olave, Jacoby Myers, Tyler Boyd, Sky Moore. There's, I'm just not interested in, in any of these options here. Um, we got Tony Pollard, who I, I do find interesting, and I think they're going to be utilizing a lot, especially with all the injuries, the, the wide receiver issues. I can see him getting a large pass catching role. Uh, Penny, I'm not interested in. Um, Singletary, I was to some degree. Normally, I don't like Cordell Patterson, but uh, he is now on the radar. <laughs> um, Melvin Gordon, somebody that seems like a slam dunk, but I'm kind of fading on a little bit just because now he's hurt and that's just going to give more time for Javante to establish himself. Um, Ramondre Stevenson could be a big win here, especially if they trade Damian Harris. Like His success in camp is what is fueling that Damian Harris uh, trade gossip. Um, and then Ken Walker would be the beneficiary of Penny being hurt again for the sixth year in a row. Um, so I had no one in mind. Like I wasn't waiting, hoping somebody got to me. Um, but I am happy with some of the options. So I think I'm going to do some, oh man, this is a terrible decision, but I'm going to take a new England running back. Um, never something you want to trust, but I'm going to do it. So we're going to get Ramondre Stevenson there. Um, and then of these, you know, I don't, again, I'm not doing petty. I really don't trust Patterson. Not after how he fell apart in the back end of the year. I'm just not thrilled with that. Kenneth Walker could be the big winner here. If Penny is down and he's the guy, he's got a three down set on a team that wants to run the ball. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but I think Pollard is going to be the guy I'm going to draft. We've been seeing him get better and his usage get, uh, growing which, with each year. You know, there's always concerns about Zeke as he's getting older and declining a little bit. Again, good pass catching role there. So I'm feeling kind of safe with Pollard. So I'm going to grab him up. I'm, I'm not feeling any more comfortable at the running back position, but I've added two. Um, Devontae Parker goes. He is another one that seems to be rising, which is a shame because he was a favorite of mine late. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Patterson, Rashad Penny, Russell Gage, Chris Olave, Ken Walker, Dallas Goddard, DJ Chark. You're up. Yeah, a lot of guys off the board there. In the receiver position, definitely <clears throat> definitely not top value, at least here. Still some decent options, but none that are high on the value marks. Um, still have some tight ends and Zach Ertz and Pat Fryermuth, Cole Komet. Uh, and then looking at running back, we've got Melvin Gordon, James Cook, Naeem Hines, Carter, Madison. So definitely a little bit more of a drop-off there. When I look at the board, though, there are two teams behind me that have a tight end, so really be only competing with team one for tight end. If I wanted a you know, running back, let's say, probably want to get it on the front end. But most of the teams behind me do have receivers already, too, so I think there's probably less you know, less of a threat to you know to get one of the top receivers than it would be for me to get Zach Ertz back. And I think Ertz is kind of the top guy here for me still an explosive offense he looked good when he was back last year we have deandre hopkins out to start the year and who knows about Ron, or, um hollywood brown so earth is going to be the pick here for me you know just usually i'd kind of wait that turn and try to get the value on him coming back but uh, there's just no receivers that call out to me that much and, and i imagine running backs are going to go anyway so i think we'll be able to get some to sneak through so we're going to draft zach Ertz here um, after him, Matt Stafford, Michael Gallup, Sky Moore, Jacoby Myers, Michael Carter, and Melvin Gordon. So team one going with six straight wide receivers after starting running back, running back, quarterback. 
Um, yeah, so, bold strategy there. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but back to me here, we've got uh, the receiver position, which is really where I'm looking. I got four running backs. I've got my quarterback and tight end. So really, you know, only going to look running back and receiver, but there's really not a ton of backs here that I love. I mean, don't know. Daryl Henderson isn't bad. Um, a little further down, Damian Pierce. It would be interesting as well. Um, but if I'm looking at the receiver position, it, it does dry up pretty quickly. So I don't know that there's a ton of value there. You know, Pierce might be the pick, even though it seems like it can only part three running backs, I guess, not four, because I know bumped Miles Sanders down to my bench. Yeah, this would be our, our standard league. Gotcha. Here, so two running backs, two wide receivers, one wide receiver tight end flex, one wide receiver running back flex. Yeah, so it you know maybe looks a little strange, but for, for me, I think I'm just going with the value. You know, I'm going to go with another running back here in Damian Pierce. And so I've only got two receivers, but none of them really stand out a ton to me. Rondo Moore, MVS, Jarvis Landry, Kenny Galladay. You know, I'm going to just go with a couple of later guys likely uh, to fill out the you know, back of the roster and, and hope that I can hit on one of them or, you know, load up on running backs because you're going to have trade value there. You know, by getting this running back, it'll be my fifth running back with Cook, ETN, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, and Damian Pierce now, especially if he can hit. So I'm going to lock in Damian Pierce as my fifth running back. After Pierce, got a little bit of a running back run here. James Cook, Naeem Hines, Daryl Henderson, James Robinson, Alexander Madison, Dawson Knox, MVS, Kenneth Gainwell, and Julio. Okay, so Will, in a complete vacuum, because I was going to bring this up in Rising and Falling, because I don't know if I'm actually rising on him. In a vacuum, you're in the 913. Doesn't matter what your team is. Would you draft Julio Jones? I mean, 913 is like, yeah, I mean, what pick is that in total? Like hundreds, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you're looking at 140. So minus, yeah, you're looking at probably in the mid 120s. Yeah, I don't hate that. I mean, you know, obviously, if you, if you don't have any Tampa players already or Tampa receivers already, I, you know, take a shot on him. I would probably want to take a shot on like a younger upside receiver than, than Julio. But yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah. I'm around the same idea. Um, so I don't need to draft a, t- a quarterback. This is where you kind of got to know your league and see if anyone's going to draft a backup. I don't think Fantasy Pros is going to do it. So I'm going I'm to wait a little bit. Um, we got a nice upside play in, in Rondell Moore. If you want to take a shot there, Jarvis Landry is getting a lot of great reports out of camp. But so is Chris Olave and so is Michael Thomas, and they all can't be fantasy relevant all the time. So I don't know if I want to do that. Um, Kenny Galladay is starting to become interesting to me because he's so late. Um, but there's just, there's not a lot of upside here. Uh, Dotson, Miko Hardman, um, but I already got Juju, so I'm not going to take a shot there. George Pickens, maybe, but that's a crowded field. He seems like a future play. Um, so the uh, the wide receiver room really dried up quite badly. And then the running backs, obviously, because we just had a massive run. Um, they all dried up as well. So I'm going to grab one of each. 
Um, I got Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Juju. I think what I do want for that team is Jarvis Landry. I want a nice, safe guy that I can rely on in a PPR league. Someone to get me through that first two weeks if, if Godwin's out. Or someone I can rely on if Juju's having some up and downs or Mike Williams is hurt again. Um, I think he fits this team. I really wish I could add some upside, but I guess Juju's kind of my upside play. So let's get him in there as a nice safe option. And then we're going to turn our head back to the running back position. Um, not a lot to love. Uh, Isaiah Spiller is kind of interesting. What his role is going to be. Jamal Williams getting a lot of talk. Galoo Herbert, I mentioned earlier. And then you got Mostert. I think Mostert will be the guy I'll take a shot on at the running back position. Um, see if he can carve himself out an interesting role or a touchdown role and what could be a really good offense. So we're going to go ahead and lock him in uh, with that pick made. Uh, well, we do need to move a little bit quicker. Um, no surprise given we uh, talked risers and fallers in the beginning, but we do need to blow through some of these picks. Um, Isaiah Spiller, Rondell Moore, Jenny McKissick, uh, Rashad White, Ronald Jones, Van Jefferson, Pat Fryermuth, Kenny Galladay, and Tyler Algairgo. You are on the clock with your 10th pick. Yeah, so looking at the wide receiver position, um, and I'm basically just going to be taking some shots at this point, given who's available here. Um, one guy that i trying to decide how to how to make these picks here. One guy I think I want to take a shot on is, is someone that you passed on there, and, and that's George Pickens. I mean, the game, camp, everything points to him looking really good and getting on the field early. Um, I know we're not thrilled about the offense as a whole, but this late in the draft, taking an upside shot on a guy that looks like he you know, he could be the steal of the of the draft, NFL draft itself. So I'm going to take him and then you know see if I can go with maybe a safer option or, or you know a little bit more of a reliable option in the next round. So going with Pickens first here. Um, we got Herbert, Daryl Williams, Miko Hardman, Mike Sicki, Romeo Dubes, and Jameson Williams. Um, so of the guys that went, um, only Miko Harbin was one I was considering. So Miko's off the board. Um, we've got at the receiver position, Nico Collins, Dotson, uh, Corey Davis, Robbie Anderson, Marvin Jones. Um, but get down to a guy that I you know liked and we talked about before at KJ Osborne. I think at the very least, he's going to be the wide receiver three there and going to have some big plays, but could see him stepping in if, you know, Adam, Thielen takes a step back, and, and he could be the number two. So we'll lock in KJ Osborne here as my next pick. Get some more depth at that wide receiver position. What a shame! I was really hoping uh, Brian Robinson got back to me, and it just just was not, not to, to be. be. Yeah, um, I am surprised you didn't grab Cole Komet to pair with your Zach Ertz. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of- I don't know. Even in a, in a league like this, I mean, I just think you're with the depth you need at the other positions with 14 teams. Uh, I you know if Urs doesn't work out, I'm, I'm grinding the waiver wire as it is. I don't know that Cole Komet would be that huge of a, of an upgrade from some of the guys that will be left on the board. Yeah. And that's uh, definitely fair. Um, so taking a look, there's really not a lot in the world of running backs. Um, Samir white, Maybe uh, Boston Scott's always catch the passes. Damian Williams, if you think he can carve out a role. McKinnon, Jeff Wilson, but I already got Elijah Mitchell. I had to check. Sermon. 
Um, there's just, it's gross. So we will turn away from that position. Uh, we'll take a look at these wide receivers here. Um, I think Nico Collins is, he's top of the wide receiver board. I think he is going to be one of the guys I draft here. Houston should be throwing the ball plenty. Brandon Cooks can't catch them all. So I'm going to take a shot on Nico stepping up. Um, and then the other one I do, you know, Christian Watson's here. I just don't want to wait to see if he comes along uh given he's you know not building the rapport right now that he should so i think the other one i'm going to draft is going to be wandell robinson um he looks to be the the starter in the slot role um there's some good reports coming out about him the giants should have to throw the ball a lot um so as a depth guy i'm fine holding him for a week or two and seeing what kind of uh role he has on the team as i say that i did really think that I was going to be drafting quarterback this round because I don't want to wait too long because I think most people in their drafts wouldn't wait, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, cheat the system a little bit. So we'll lock him in. Mark Ingram, Chuba, Tyrion Davis Price, uh, Sony Michelle, Kristen Watson, Zemir White, Kenyon Drake, Devante or Deontay Foreman and Johan Dotson go. All right, back to me here. So, as I mentioned, I'm not going to really be looking at backup tight end. Just going to be looking at running back and receiver here. A um, couple of running backs that I think are interesting: Damian Williams, Dearness Johnson, Rex Burkhead. Uh, from looking at the receiver spot, um, Corey, Robbie Anderson, Marvin Jones, uh, Joshua Palmer still here. Um, but one guy that I think I haven't seen too much about, but he, you know, he's got a chance to come back and, and be the wide receiver three is uh, KJ Hamler. Uh, I've got Russell Wilson already. Don't have any Denver weapons. So I think that could be a nice stack to have, especially to you know be able to pop him in for a week where you need a big upside. And he seems to be you know full speed as of a week ago uh, in training camp with the loss uh, there of uh, Tim Patrick. It's you know, Someone's going to have to step up. They have some other options, but I think KJ Hamler probably has the inside track. Um, and he probably will be discounted in full PPR, given that he's more of a, an upside, you know, big big play receiver. But just to gather that depth, that receiver, going to lock in KJ Kamler here first. Um, after KJ, Amir Abdullah. Didn't expect to see that name, Amir Abdullah. Wow, Miles Gaskins, Mike Davis, Jarek McKinnon, Jalen Tolbert. That's a pretty good pick there. Dallas wide receiver. You know, could be the wide receiver too there. Derek Carr. Um, so back up to me here. Uh, and I'm going to go back to the running back position here. I've evened out a bit. Um, and I'm going to look at Damian Williams. You know, I think a lot of people think the rookie, Algier, is going to take over at some point. You still have Cordell Patterson there. But Damian Williams has proved to be you know, at least you know, relevant or usable in, in most places that he's been. And this late in the draft, just getting you know another shot at running back. If he proves that he's the guy early, great. If not, you know, he's someone that I don't mind moving on from and, and having that open roster spot for week one, week two waivers. So lock in Damian Williams here. After Williams, Kirk Cousins, Odell Beckham, Cam Brait. Uh, we've got some RJP Ryan, Noah Fan, AJ Green, Irv Smith, Sammy Watkins, and David Njoku. Um, now I know you waited on the quarterback position. Carr and Kirk were the guys you were looking at. Kirk was the one I wanted. Uh, um, Carr, I would have been happy with, and now I'm, I'm not happy because I could have traded in my stupid Nico Collins for <laughs> the quarterback that I wanted. Like Kirk Cousins, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm kind of high on. Like, again, another person I considered for rising, but he's not rising above any of the quarterbacks ahead of him. So, <laughs> again, I don't, I don't know what that 
means. Um, oh man, that sucks. Um, the Tua, we so we got Tua. I've had this conversation on a recent mock where I've gotten burned. It's between Tua, Jamin, or Jameis Winston, probably. Yeah, it's between those two. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Jameis. We've seen it before. He's got a ton of weapons around him. And he's gonna be my bad. If you want to take a shot on Tua as a, a young guy with that's been equipped, then that's cool. I'm gonna go with Jameis. That's disappointing. Um, and then wide receivers, I'm gonna just tumble down ADP here and draft Alec Pierce out of uh Indianapolis rookie. There are just no other options outside of Pittman. You know, can't Campbell's look good in camp, but he does that every year and it never turns into anything. So maybe Alec Pierce becomes a guy. Um we're grasping at straws here. There are some other interesting options here, but he'll be my bet. Man, Matt Ryan, Daniel Jones, Kendrick Bourne, Paris Campbell, um, Hassan Hoskins, Tyler Higby, Deshaun Watson, 1408. Boy, he had, did he fly up ADP and fly back down in right? a heartbeat. How about it? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, that might not have been a bad shot to take there you know, Winston and Watson together for you. That is true in case the suspension mm-hmm. stayed or stayed at eight games, but I couldn't sit and even if it went to eight, I couldn't hold him and just sit there for eight games. I don't think I could, but yeah, it could have worked out. Um, pretty sure he's gonna be a full year, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, Tua went and then Rex Burkhead, you're up with your final pick. Yeah, some interesting receiver options here, but I'm really looking for like who's gonna be a guy that could hit and hit big and would be more than okay to cut, kind of like Damian Williams. So from the receiver side, looking at LaVisca Chenault, wide receiver in Jacksonville, new coaching regimen. So I don't think any of the guys there, I guess, outside of um, Christian Kirk, who got paid a lot of money, is guaranteed, you know, to be in the offense and used. So you know, taking LaVisca Chenault with kind of the hope that they, you know, utilize him a little more than the last regiment did. But if it turns out he doesn't do much, then move on from him as well. So. Nice upside shot here at the end of the draft. Locking in LaVisca Chenault. Um, After LaVisca, we have Gerald Everett, Justin Fields, and Boston Scott to end the draft. What was your grade? It went away too quickly. I don't know how to get back to it because I had to Uh, try to get out of it. I got out of it to to read those last few things. I got an A-. minus. Really? Which is very shocking to me. How can I get back to it? Roster. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I am not sure. Oh, if you go, uh, there's a suggestions option. Suggestions. Like suggestions, uh, cheat sheets, draft board. Go. Yeah, and that will. Uh, uh, a C plus. Wow. Must have been like you hit, you know, Cal- probably, probably rate Kelsey really, really high for you. Like, well, you, you drafted a backup running back before a. Uh, yeah, yeah, not yeah, not realizing couldn't start both of them there as well, so that doesn't help either. Yeah, yeah, but, pretty low overall. Yeah, you uh, your team still looks solid though. Whereas yeah. my team, my team has potential. <laughs> like I like it, kind of. It just scares me. But I mean, that's me every time I draft a tight end early. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's do the rundown. You are in the uh, the fourth spot, so we'll let you go first. Who uh, read down your team and tell us what you think. Yeah, so quarterback Russell Wilson, running back Dalvin Cook, Travis Etienne, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce, Damian Williams, 
wide receiver Mike Evans, Devonta Smith, George Pickens, KJ Osborne, KJ Hamler, man, back to back KJs, and LaVisca Chenault. And then wrapping it up with Zach Ertz. Um, I mean, I don't love it, but it's a 14 team league, so I imagine no one's really going to be thrilled with their team in a 14 teamer. Uh, I think it's good overall. I think probably would have to hope I hit on some of these running backs and, and make a trade for a receiver to kind of upgrade that position. But, you know, pretty happy with the onesie positions of Russell Wilson and Zach Ertz that I got. You know, not really didn't have to spend too early of a pick on them either. So I think it would just come down to, you know, can I hit on receiver a little bit more, uh, whether that's a Pickens hitting, KJ Osborne hitting, or making a trade for one of the running backs with one of the running backs I have. What about you? How are you feeling? As I stare at this team, I'm actually starting to like it. Um, so draft in the 14th spot. Uh, quarterback, Jameis Winston. Not thrilled about that part. Um, running backs, Aaron Jones, Elijah Mitchell, Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard, Reed Mostert, uh, wide receivers, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Juju, Jarvis Landry, Nico Collins, Wondell Robinson, and then at tight end, Travis Kelsey. Um, if it was a real draft, I would have never let Kirk Cousins get by me. So I'm okay overlooking that. Again, I'm, I'm fine with Winston. He's a, a gunslinger. So that could be good for fantasy. Um, I'm really worried about the running back position, but you only have to start two. So like if I'm thinking, you know, Aaron Jones, Elijah Mitchell, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, and then a flex of Juju and Stevenson or Pollard or Landry, like whoever works out in that group. And then Travis Kelsey, that sounds pretty good to me, actually. Um, there's some risk with the Godwin injury. Mike Williams gets hurt a lot. We don't know what's going to happen with Juju. Elijah Mitchell gets hurt. So there is a lot of risk in this team. Um, but, you know, I roll the dice sometimes. Um, and I'm kind of liking it. I've come around on it. So A- minus is fair. I think I think I deserve an A-. minus. I think you need to at least get a little, uh, little morale boost there with the team. <laughs> yeah, something. It's just there's one missing part. If I had like one more running back, if Chase Edmonds would have well, if, if Chase Edmonds would have got to me, I wouldn't have gotten the I would have gotten Chris Godwin with my next pick. So if I could have got Chase Edmonds, I think I'd be feeling better because then I would give up Tony Pollard and I'd add whoever. I don't know. I don't know. It would have worked out better, I think, if it uh, it fell that way. But, but I think that's probably going to be everybody on this team. Is every everybody in definitely. the league is? Hey, if I just had yep. one more receiver, if I had a yeah. better quarterback, one more. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's missing that little bit of depth, unfortunately. Yep, that's how it goes in this league. Mm. Okay, so tune in next week. Uh, we're doing a ten-team PPR. The week after that, we're doing a uh, a twelve-team. Then I think we are done with the mocks. So until then, folks. Trust your board.